What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, a virtual refugee camp for everyone affected by Thanos Snap. Wow. So, we we got something today. We didn't get the Avengers 4 trailer, but we did get the Captain Marvel trailer. And honestly, we've been needing to give a little attention to Captain Marvel because uh, we haven't spoken about her except for in terms of what she may bring to Avengers 4. But she is, we know that there is a movie coming out on March 8th. 2019 that's International Women's Day so we see that Marvel is putting quite a bit of thought into how they market her even to the point of bringing the movie out on International Women's Day so I see the uh, the trailer I I was at work when it dropped when I got home uh, at 9 30 I get straight to YouTube and Marvel Entertainment, um, you can look up the, the trailer on YouTube, and it already had 500,000 views. 500,000. That is in, in what amounts to maybe an hour or an hour and a half. That's crazy. So, yes. So, we are seeing 500,000 in like less than two hours for Captain Marvel. What do we think the Avengers What do we think the Avengers 4 trailer is going to do on Wednesday morning? That's right. I said Wednesday morning because I think that it is common knowledge now that that comic book is coming out December 5th and it's coming out with a title. So, we will have a title and a trailer Wednesday morning. And the uh, likelihood is that it will be dropped on Good Morning America since, you know, that's the Disney. Disney is the parent company of uh, ABC. So watch Good Morning America and contact me because we went over this last week on Wednesdays. I'm, I'm at work at nine in the morning to five. I know um, a lot of the other survivors uh, have jobs where they're going to work early in the morning and coming home in the afternoon but there's somebody out there that works the night shift or there's somebody out there who works swing who can tell us what's going on make us under make us uh keep us in the loop i guess that's what i'm saying keep us in the loop on uh on wednesday i'm gonna need the survivors as more than any other time and i wish I could have a second survivor right here with me because this month is going to be one heck of a busy month for uh, after the snap 
and myself for for that matter um this week saturday i've got the bumblebee premiere um so tuesday's episode of next week unless anything uh nothing groundbreaking or breaking news doesn't occur next week's episode will be the review of bumblebee that'll be next week tuesday's episode because we know that this week friday it'll be me and galen diving into iron man 2 and uh any other news that may be coming out because you know of course we will definitely be discussing an avengers 4 trailer but we don't want to stray too far away from the watch party because we want to have all these movies watched prior to Avengers 4 coming out. But there's no way that uh, we'll be able to, we won't be able to ignore the fact that we will have uh, an Avengers 4 trailer to talk about. We will have to discuss it. Now, before I go any further, um, I'd like to invite everybody who's listening right now to subscribe to the show you can subscribe on itunes or any of your favorite pod catchers um we'd appreciate a rating and a review on itunes and uh make those reviews five stars will you (laughs) um we have our accepting contributions to assist in production costs of the show um equipment that we possibly may need and any other improvements that we might have to the show speaking of which one of those improvements is a new microphone so if you guys can tell the difference today than other days let me know but if you'd like to make a contribution to make continued improvements to the show you can go over to patreon.com slash after the snap and make a donation we have several tiers and each one of those tiers has a thank you gift uh attached to it and since we're talking about that we've got our first patreon supporter that is davina lark she jumped in at our highest level thank you thank you thank you you are my first survivor shout out for the uh patreon supporters Thank you so much as people like you that keep the show going and uh, we we appreciate it very much. We appreciate the assistance in in keeping things going. Okay, and um, back back to the news because that's basically what this episode is going to be. Just a little news, plus we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, well, probably mostly about the Netflix Uh, cancellations of the Marvel shows we're going to make a little sense out of it and then I'm going to give you um a few reasons to subscribe to I'll say the top five streaming services so that's coming up later in the episode um so yeah this week we've got a bumblebee that's coming this coming Saturday and then next Saturday I will be going to see Aquaman and I will give you that review the following Tuesday. And then the following, no, it's Aquaman and uh, Into the Spider-Verse. So two movies that week. And then um, I'm going to also, I'm going to run back to the movies to see Bumblebee and Aquaman again. And uh, that at that point, we'll give a spoiler review. So yeah, got all those little things happening. Very busy month. Not to... Uh, 
exclude the fact that we've got Christmas and New Year's Eve coming too. So big month, big month. And you're about to find out what I made of this month. <laughs> so we have a, we have another Netflix cancellation, right? Sure, I'm pretty sure everybody heard that Daredevil was canceled. So the question a lot of people were asking is why? Well, Netflix and Marvel's agreement for shows exclusively produced by Netflix appears to be coming to an end after cancellations of Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and most recently, fan favorite Daredevil. The writing is on the wall for Jessica Jones and the Punisher's fate. But why? At least one of the shows, Daredevil, was arguably highly rated and extremely popular. Now, we can't be specific about the ratings because Netflix is very secretive about their algorithm and about how they rate shows. They don't tell their viewership or anything, like how many people watched this episode. They do not divulge that to the public. But Netflix has definitely has an algorithm and they know what works for their streaming service. So anyway, so why, why, why? The simple answer could be business. Netflix has partnered with Disney since 2015, producing shows with the Marvel imprint. So Netflix makes the shows and Marvel gets further exposure. That worked out well until Disney announced that it'll be starting their own streaming service. So Netflix, in anticipation of Disney becoming a direct competitor, is dumping any content that could serve as adver advertisement for Disney+. Plus. At the same time, Disney is pulling all of their content from Netflix so they can use it on their own service. And that's another reason Netflix couldn't continue to produce Marvel content. They don't get to use any of Disney's huge catalog, yet they're going to market for them? Right. So, DC similarly pulled all of its content off of other streaming services with a very few coming to the end of their contractual runs now. So DC pulled all their content from other streaming services and DC Universe will be the only place to stream DC content. Disney is following with Disney Plus and Hulu being the only place to stream its content. And, and that's coming by the end of next year. So yes, Disney owns Hulu they own everything. So the popular consensus is that if these shows are saved, they will not go to Disney Plus. They would go to Hulu because Hulu has a more, more mature content. Disney Plus is going to be a Disney brand. So most of the things on that brand will be PG-13 and down likely no r-rated nothing with very strong harsh language none of that will end up on disney plus so yes it's gonna be uh it's gonna be like watching uh one of your movies one of the 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 big uh screen adaptations 
of Disney or Marvel characters, you'll be watching that on Disney Plus. You're not going to get profanity. You won't get Deadpool. You'll get that type of content over on Hulu. Okay, so with its own superhero problem, how do Netflix, how does Netflix attract fans who will be getting the content content they want on rival streamers? So Netflix has partnered with Mark Miller to launch their very own shared superhero universe. So Mark Miller is a Scottish-born uh, comic book writer, and he has worked on uh, some Marvel and uh, some of the things under his own imprint. Well, Netflix uh, purchased the Mark Miller imprint, and he will be creating comic books and movies under the Netflix umbrella if that makes sense. So Netflix is going to get their own set of superheroes to make their stories about, if that makes any sense. So there's so many shows out there that um, it's it's kind of hard. You, you can't watch them all. There's just so many out there. But everybody has something that they like. Everybody knows what their uh, what their own little niche in the superhero world is, and the more content that there is out there, the more likely you'll find your niche. If you you know if this is if this is something that you like, is so if you are a, a superhero head, a sci-fi head, you're gonna find your niche on one of these services, and that's the beauty of the competition. And um, so. Right now, popular streaming services. The most popular at this moment, um, of course, is Netflix. And then we've got uh, Hulu, Amazon Prime. We have DC Universe. And uh, CBS All Access has thrown their hat into the ring. And what I'm basically not just streaming uh, content like dramas and comedies. All of that is well and good, but we know that uh, good sci-fi can be hard to come by. So I'm going to give you at least two good sci-fi fantasy reasons to subscribe to each one of these uh, streaming services. And I'll start with Netflix. And I'm as I'm reading uh, the, one of the, the two reasons that I'm giving you, at least two that I'm giving you, I'm going to include the IMDb uh, description of each one of these shows. Just in case, you know, if you hear something that you like, you can go and check it out. See if it's something that you might be interested in. We can start with Netflix. Um, A, Black Mirror. Black Mirror is an anthology series exploring a twisted high-tech world where humanity's greatest innovations and darkest instincts collide. And it is very popular, and it I, I it gives my seal of approval. I love that show. Uh, B is Travelers. Uh, hundreds of years from now, surviving humans discover how to send consciousness back in time to the 21st century while attempting to change the path of humanity. Another excellent show. 
And then we just talked about Miller World, uh, uh, Mark Miller's uh, upcoming movies and content that will be specifically and only on Netflix and Lost in Space. After crash landing on an alien planet, the Robinson family fight against all odds to survive and escape, but they're surrounded by hidden dangers. I love Lost in Space and if you remember, if you were around to see it uh, back in the, the old the old series from TV, the robot was he was he's been upgraded and man the robot is just dope you're gonna like it if you haven't seen it um i think you will like it if you have seen it why don't you let me know how you how you liked it at uh after the snap at gmail.com then we'll go to hulu so hulu a runaways after after discovering their parents are super villains a group of teenagers band together to run away from their homes in order to atone for their parents' actions and discover their own secret origins. And uh, Runaways is a Marvel sh- is a Marvel uh, offshoot. It is Marvel characters and uh, is really a young adult kind of uh, kind of series, but I like it. <laughs> um, and also on hulu castle rock based on the stories of stephen king the series intertwines characters and themes from the fictional town of castle rock then he had its uh first season and man it there is so much creepiness that goes on and if you've read any stephen king books you know castle rock shows up quite a bit if you maybe even if you've seen some of the old movies, you'll see some uh, Castle Rock uh, nods and mentions. Castle Rock shows up quite a bit, and there's always some creepiness going on. All right, so Amazon Prime, of course, Amazon Prime, I believe, is the only streaming service that carries Doctor Who, and we all know that Doctor Who and the TARDIS and and traveling through time with a companion. That's been going on since the 19, early, early 1960s. And this show does not show any way, shape, or form of slowing down. So Doctor Who is definitely a reason to subscribe to Amazon Prime. Also, they have Orphan Black. Um, a streetwise hustler is pulled into a compelling, a compelling conspiracy after witnessing the suicide of a girl who looks just like her. If you have Amazon Prime, watch Orphan Black. <laughs> then we have CBS All Access. Um, so, A, Star Trek Discovery. Ten years before Kirk, Spock, and the Enterprise, the USS Discovery discovers new worlds and life forms as one Starfleet officer begins to learn and understand all things alien. Sonequa Martin-Green is just like the reason to watch that show. The lady, uh, her expressions can say a million, a million things. They speak volumes. She doesn't have to say a word. You can, you can see feeling. This is a person who is definitely connected to her emotions, 
where she can show you uh, a full range on her face without saying a word. I'm so I'm I'm always in awe of an actor who you understand what's going on without them explaining it. You can see it on their face. Oh, she's so good. <laughs> and of course, uh, also for CBS All Access, they're they're gonna have at least three new Trek shows. The go their goal is to have Trek on all year. So not you know just Trek on top of Trek on top of Trek. But one Trek show ends, the next Trek show begins. And and we, we would have a different series all year round. And um, so they basically are cashing in on the fact that there are a whole lot of Trekkies in the world. I mean, and I am one of them. Speaking of Trek, before I go into the three, at least three shows that they have in, uh, in that they're, they're, they're going to produce for uh, CBS All Access... There is a short trek called The Brightest Star. And if you have watched uh, Discovery, you know that Saru is uh, or was the first officer of the USS Discovery and that he is a Kelpian. And this is the first time we've met this species in Star Trek. So we will be discovering some of his origin in uh in the brightest star and I usually have a million reminders about short treks the further like for, especially like since uh, for Calypso I talked about that an awful lot but I haven't talked a lot about the brightest star it is going to be uh, airing on CBS all access on December 6th which makes this week even busier because I definitely want to get a short snap in that talks about us uh, the short trek the brightest star okay but uh going on moving along we're gonna get an animated series for star trek called lower decks and it is about uh you know how star trek normally follows the bridge officers this is going to follow the the non-bridge officers the people in the lower decks and uh, it's animated and it's, I believe, a comedy. It better be. <laughs> and then we're going to get, of course, uh, John Luke Picard, Sir Patrick Stewart, is coming back and he is going to uh, be John Luke Picard again. He's going to renew the character. And they have not given us a lot of information about uh, what exactly the plot of his show would be but we definitely know we're getting John Luke back and that is something to uh, something to be very excited about and last but not least Michelle Yeoh who played uh, Captain Giorgio in the USS Discovery Discovery yeah Star Trek Discovery if you haven't seen the first episode of uh, Discovery I don't want to spoil it but I will say that there's a show based around Section 31. And if you're a Trek fan, you know that that is their, their CIA. And uh, yeah, I'm very interested in seeing how they flesh that, that, uh, that organization out a bit more. 
you know we only saw it a couple of times we saw it a few times in uh in um deep space nine i think we saw we got a glimpse of it in uh voyager so yeah I, i'm very excited to see what they do with that organization because it's it's a dark side of uh a starfleet so very good very uh interested in seeing how that works and then we have uh dc universe and a lot of people are still asleep on dc universe and you know it took me a minute to get the uh to get the membership because like i said the subscription to dc universe because my devices were incompatible with it but my laptop i can get it on and let me tell you titans is worth it if you don't watch anything on there like right now that's this is their original programming and it is the first original program that they put out and i'm very glad they started with that because now i'm very interested in knowing what they do with the rest of their uh uh, live action original program and furthermore not just their live action original programming also their animated original program but I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Titans to give you the IMDB synopsis which is uh, it's a team of young superheroes led by Nightwing formerly Batman's first Robin they form to combat evil and other perils and it is good it is started with uh and i'm just just a little bit it starts with basically raven's origin story so if you remember the teen titans little cartoon or the comic books uh raven is the central character and then everybody else is like kind of they, they kind of are branching off from her she's the central character and um I'm supposed to be giving a review. I said I was going to give it at the halfway mark. I'm going to finish this first season. I think we're at episode either 7 or 8. And there's only 11. So at, after the 11th episode, I think it ends on like something like December 21st when everything else is happening. So when things quiet down, I'm going to do a full season review of Titans. And hopefully it encourages you to uh, get the streaming service. But also, you also get Disney's, I'm not Disney's, DC's animated content. And if you are a fan of DC Comics, you know that their animated content is second to none. Most of the time, their animated content here lately has been greater than the movies and um, I'm not saying that to be funny or to throw shade at, at Disney I mean I'm sorry at DC I keep saying Disney I'm sorry I'm not trying to throw shade at DC by saying that the animated content is uh, superior to the movies that we've gotten I'm saying that's how much I think of the DC animating team those people you know the, sometimes the the uh the characters, I, I'm not a big fan of some of the animation, but the story around it, the voicing, all of that, 
they've got that down pat and if all the if all wb did was take one of these cartoons and make it into a movie they would be on the right path because dc's animated series i mean not not just the series dc's animated feature films are the truth and their animated series series are great we will be getting young justice again starting in january so right after titans end i think we get a little break then you get young justice and i'm telling you even though it's animation it's cartoons people think oh it's just grown ladies watching cartoons i'm gonna always watch dc's cartoons i'm watching justice league all over right now and i'm gonna watch young justice all over too because if you have if you weren't watching those when your kids were because i've got a son so when my son was little i was watching them with him he's grown i'm still watching them because that animation and the storylines and all this was complex so not so complex that a kid wouldn't understand it but complex enough that it's not uh boring to an adult so i've talked enough about dc the last thing is the upcoming Disney Plus streaming service. And I said I was going to give y'all a couple of reasons. I'm, I'll give them to you. Uh, they're, they're doing a limited series about Loki. It'll be six to eight episodes. A limited series about uh, Vision and the Scarlet Witch. That'll be six to eight episodes. A limited series about... Uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon. That'll be six to eight episodes. Rumored, we're going to get a Nick Fury limited series that explores his origins. That would be six to eight episodes. So, I mean, do I have to give you any other reason? Okay, I got one more reason for you there. They got the entire Disney catalog at its fingertips. That's it. You can drop the mic. There's, And they say that they're going to be less expensive than Netflix, at least in the beginning. So how do you beat that? You have to get the Disney Plus streaming service. Every Disney movie, Disney cartoon, Marvel, uh, just Pixar, all of this stuff is, is going to be in one place now not to say that they won't release things at certain times but you know you happen to know that if it's got a disney imprint on it if you want to stream it the only place you're going to be able to stream it is at uh at disney plus star wars come on there's no other there's i, I don't have to say anything else you know mic drop like i said <laughs> So there you have it, um, a pretty much good reason or a decent reason why Netflix canceled these shows. I gave you a few reasons to check out different streaming services and um, we, we talked a little bit about other stuff. So join us on uh, Friday as we discuss Iron Man 2 briefly. 
discuss the uh, the two trailers that we got this week. Um, that might be, end up being a longer episode because there is going to be so much to cover. But we're we going to figure out how to make it work. Okay. Um, with all that being said, I've got nothing else. Thank you for listening today, and I'll catch you.